Welcome to Spiritual Shit You Need to Know, a lifestyle podcast for millennial women, light workers, and spiritual badasses who are waking up, ready to tap into their powers and own it like a true boss. I'm Regis Cowan, spiritual entrepreneur and life coach, and my passion is helping women like you get out of your own way and step your mindset game up. Are you a spiritual woman who's questioning her life, wanting more meaning and purpose, and you're ready to live your most amazing life? Then this is the place for you. Your time is now. Let's get to it. Hey, lightworkers and spiritual badasses. This episode is sponsored by my free essential oil guide. Want to know what's the one oil that can help you get your entire life? I created a free guide for you so that you can learn all about it, the different uses, and the many benefits. I know you want to have the best health and overall wellness so that you can live your best life now and continue to slay your goals and dreams. Get my free guide at bit.ly forward slash top oil guide now. Or you can also find it on my website, theholisticsojourner.com. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Spiritual Shit You Need to Know. This week's episode, I am talking all about making changes and going through the new seasons and how you want to show up for yourself. I'm also talking about what it is to turn 35 because this is my birthday in a couple days. I'm actually recording this episode on Monday the 25th, so you all will hear it on Tuesday. And I just want to chat with you a little bit because a lot of things have been coming up for me and I've noticed coming up for others as well, some of my friends. So I wanted to just talk to you a little bit on this solo episode about what's been going on with me and what's been coming up for me as well as others. Um, So as you all know, if you are in the same location as I am or you're on the east coast then you know here in the U.S. it is currently autumn it's the fall season Um, things are starting to slow down a little bit the kids are getting out of school for Thanksgiving and before we know it Christmas and winter will be here we've already had lots of cold weather so yeah getting up early in the morning with the time change it's dark outside it's been you know pretty crazy for me because I'm already not a morning person So no sunlight early in the morning, that doesn't help me at all. Um, But just noticing that these changes are happening, I have taken some time out to really assess what it is I want to create for the next year of my life and also what I want to create in 2020. Most of the time we wait until, you know, New Year's to make our New Year's resolutions, quote unquote. But who says you have to wait until then to start planning or to start deciding what your intentions are, what you want to bring into the new year. So I like to do it during fall season. It's when I'm my most creative and when I kind of start noticing things changing, especially when I have a birthday. Whenever a birthday comes up, as most of you probably are the same way, you start looking back at, hmm, what have I done with my life so far? Where do I want to go next? What did I accomplish? What didn't I accomplish that I want to continue to work on, you know, this coming year? So with turning 35 in a couple days here, um, my best friend just turned 35. Our birthdays are a few days apart. 
we've been kind of chatting about like what it is you want to do for the next year, the next five years, 10 years, but how can you get the ball rolling? And are you going to get the ball rolling? So one of the things I like to think about is, are you going to keep doing the same shit or same old, same old, or are you ready to make some changes and create some new stuff for your life? So I know for me, I definitely have looked back and I'm super proud of all the things that I've accomplished in my business, in my personal life. I've had a lot of good times with my friends and family, but you know, I'm human and I continually want to strive for the best. And there are things that I want to improve on as well as accomplish in the next year. So with that being said, I also had a friend who I talked to And she's going through a transition right now in her life, which is a good thing. It's a good positive transition. She is, you know, waking up to her spiritual purpose and she's just recently recommitted her life to Christ. And so when that happens, sometimes we have to let certain people or situations or activities that we used to participate in. When we have a bigger purpose, sometimes we have to let those things go. And if you don't let those things go, you can't move into your bigger purpose. You can't find the spiritual abundance, financial abundance, whatever it is the universe is sending you. Those new opportunities will not be able to come to you if you don't let certain things go. It's like the saying goes, when one door closes, another opens. But you may be okay with that. But some of the people around you may not be, you know, so much into that or they're not sold on whatever your dream your purpose is that you feel you're going through so I was talking with one of my friends about this and she said she felt kind of guilty because she was like I don't like to go out to drink anymore I don't want to go party like I'm really into things at my church and my community and lifting other people up and this just lights me up knowing that I'm helping you know other people women And my friends are really just not here for it because I don't want to go hang out with them. I don't want to go to parties. I don't want to drink. And, you know, like I told her, this is not something that you need to feel guilty about. If you feel like you're going through a transition or something's changing, you know, the universe, God is always pushing us to be better people, to continue doing the work that we're here to do. We all have a purpose. And so you shouldn't feel guilty about that. And sometimes your friends, your family, can make you feel like you should be staying down here with me oh you're not better than us why do you get to not do this anymore or you know like I told her it comes to a point to where you may need to reevaluate some of those relationships because if you're going through a change or a transition it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to cut off your friends or cut off your family but they should be able to be open and understanding that you are going through some changes and that things may not exactly be the same. But it doesn't mean that we can't still be friends. We're not going to be family. There are not, you know, things that we can't connect on. And so like I told her, find out what that connection is. If you find out that you don't have a connection with some of those friends the way you thought you did, then it may be time to let those people go. Because I'm the same way. When I went through my spiritual transition, I lost a lot of friends I didn't want to do the same things that they did anymore. And it wasn't that I didn't want to be their friend anymore. I just wanted them to understand that we need to connect on a different way. And the way that we can do that is communication. Let me tell you about what I'm going through, how I'm transitioning, what I want to bring into my life. And if you're not into that, that's okay. We don't have to be into the same things. 
But we do have to have some type of common ground or something that we can connect on. So like I told her, you know, figure out what it is you both like. Maybe you don't want to go to the club or drink or party anymore. So maybe you guys can meet up at the house and have, you know, a wine, some wine or watch your favorite TV show. Maybe those are the ways that you want to connect with your friends and your family from now. You know, hanging out all the time. I know for me, it's super draining. Do I like to go out every now and then? I do. But my friends and my family know that, you know, predominantly I'm introverted. I like to be in my own space. That's how I recharge. I want to travel, go on family trips, spend time with my boo, you know, go hang out every now and then. But I'm not the go to the club, go to the bar, hang out and party. So whatever transition you may be going through, just know that you shouldn't feel guilty about it. It's okay to honor yourself, stand in your power, and know that this is okay. And if some people don't want to accept it, well, then to hell with them. Because you've got to honor yourself. You have a purpose. You have things that you're trying to accomplish and that you want to bring into your life. So don't feel guilty for going through that. But one thing I did tell her, which she didn't do, is to communicate. Communicate this to your friends and to your family. Because they're all sitting back wondering, well, what the hell's wrong with her? Why she don't want to hang out with us anymore? And she's, you know, into this other stuff, whatever, whatever, whatever. So which I think she's going to do. They're going to have a sit down with her and some of her friends and talk about, you know, where she is in life right now and what she expects, what they expect from their friendship. So communication is super, super, super important. Speaking of communication, I don't know if y'all know, but we were just recently in Mercury retrograde. If you don't know what it is, Google it. I talk about it all the time. Mercury retrograde, you know, it affects communication technology, anything of that nature. So at work, in my own business, computer, phones, things have been going a little haywire, going crazy. And same thing with my friend who I was talking about. She and her friends and their communication has been horrible. So yesterday was the last day of Mercury retrograde. Thank God. Hopefully things are going to be a lot clearer. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. Mercury retrograde is really a time to get you to slow down, pay attention to details, and to really be deliberate in your actions and in your communication. So you may have to repeat things several times. You may have to um, read over emails or contracts several times, you know, double check everything before you sign something or send something. That's really what Mercury Retrograde is all about. It's about getting you to slow down and pay attention to the details. But it also slows down a lot of stuff. And sometimes it can be frustrating. So that being said, I'm glad it's over because I've been having so many computer problems at work with our systems. And hopefully now things will get back to normal. So as we transition into a new year and a new season, I want to just reiterate that because we're going into the winter season, a lot of us will be taking this energy in of retreating, taking it slow, doing more um, intimate environments and activities, and that's okay. Don't feel like you need to push or you know strive for all these different things it's okay to take time to rest this is really all about the resting season and so in this resting season this is a great time for you to plan out what it is you want to create what do you want to stop doing 
and how you want to show up for the next year of your life. And it doesn't have to be a January 1st, 2020, you know, day that I'm going to start working out or I'm going to start, you know, being better to my friends or my family or look for a job. You know, you can start this transition now. The season has already started. I like to kind of follow the seasons and the energy because it's it's a natural cycle. It's a guide. So start planning what it is you want to create and how you're going to get there now. So what I want you to do is start by writing out what are your goals for 2020? What do you want to accomplish? Do you want to lose weight? Do you want to have a more positive body image? Do you want to bring a new life partner or love into your life or reconnect with some old friends? Do you want to create more money? How are your finances? You know, do you want to buy a house? Do you need a new car? Do you want to travel more? Take your kids on vacation? What is it that you want to experience in 2020? And then I also want you to in turn start those goals by looking back at what you did last year. What did you hate, so to speak? Or what do you never want to do again? Or what do you want to avoid? Start looking at what you did last year that you know, okay, I'm never going to do that again. And I know I want to create XYZ in 2020. And one of the easiest ways that I find to do this is to take some time to myself. I like to get really cozy, y'all. I make everything a ritual. I may brew some coffee or make some tea, turn some candles on. I might go into my room or go in my closet where it's really um, quiet and dark. I'll get out my journal, my favorite pens, and just write. I'll write out what I hated about my past year, what I loved, what I want to create more of, and really tune in, use your intuition, and feel what is it that I want to experience for the next year of my life. I know for me, one of my biggest things is getting more um, healthy. And even though I'm, I mean, I would say I'm pretty healthy overall. I have some healthy habits, but I could do better. You know, I want to incorporate some new essential oils and vitamins, which I have already started taking. And let me just say these damn things are amazing because my energy levels, I feel like are so low, especially with the season change and getting dark outside. I started taking these new new vitamins that are infused with essential oils. And I feel like I have so much damn energy. So that's one thing that I have already started implementing. Coming up with a new exercise routine. I've decided that I want to take on some type of activity as far as exercise goes, something that will be fun and challenging. So I'm going to start riding bikes or cycling. So that's going to be my new activity to um, fuel myself, my energy, and to build my body and to be healthy. So that's something that I'm working toward now. I don't have to wait until January to start this plan of action. And so once you write out your goals and what it is you want to create for the next year of your life, I want you to write out how you're going to get there. And then you can start by creating some new rituals for yourself, doing some self-care, you know, like I said, exercise, food, nutrition. What do you need to be successful or to accomplish the goals that you have set for yourself? 
one of the rituals that I like to do has to do with the desire map. If you haven't read that book, it's by Danielle Laporte. Um, I use it for myself as well as my clients, my friends, my family. And what she likes to incorporate is how you want to feel. How do you want to feel? Because a lot of our goals and things that we want to create and manifest all comes from a feeling. How do we want to feel? And she talks about the core desired feelings. And so you can um, find me in the Facebook group, which is Spiritual Shit Podcast Insiders. You have a free copy, a digital copy of the Desire Map if you want to read all about it, as well as the workbook. I like to do this once a year to, you know, reclaim my core desired feelings. And so there's different areas of your life of how you want to feel, whether it comes to your finances, your lifestyle, your loving relationships, um, how you connect with society, how do you want to feel? And so you'll come up with those core desired feelings and then make your goals based off of that. So this is something that I really like to implement. I'm going to do it again this year. I do it at the end of every year. Sometimes my core desired feelings change and then there are some aspects of my life where they kind of stay the same. If I feel really strongly feel really strong about um, a certain area of my life and there's a word that connects with it like for instance in my financial life my core desired feeling is prosperous I want to feel prosperous in my finances and in my financial life so that word has not changed for the past two and a half years now I don't think it'll change for next year but take some time to um, download the workbook but you have to join the Facebook group first in order to get it And you're going to take some time to figure out what your core desired feelings are so that you can set some goals based off of that. I found this to be really positive and very effective, especially as women. Um, I think New Year's resolutions and setting goals, quote unquote, is very analytical, which there's nothing wrong with that because we do need that. It's very masculine. But as feminine women, we like to feel So I have found that the desire map is very, very effective for us feminine women because we know how we want to feel. If we have a partner, we want to feel loved. We want to feel connected. So those are some words that I have incorporated into my life whenever I'm thinking about love or relationships or my life partner. So once you go through the desire map workbook, which is in the Facebook group, and you figure out what your core desires are, Then you can make your goals based off of how you want to feel. And then once you make your goals, I want you to write down your top three actions that you need to take to complete those goals. For those of you in the Facebook group, I will post a worksheet for you to plan out your goals and go through your core desired feelings of how you can plan your year in 2020. So with that being said, I am super excited to embrace this next year or season of my life. I'll be turning 35 years old. I can't believe it. It went by so damn quick. Um, Five years away from 40, y'all. Ooh, Lord. But I know it'll be exciting. It's definitely a journey. I'm looking forward to it. And I have my friends. I have my family. Um, I'm relying on my intuition, staying true to myself And that's all you can do, really, at the end of the day. Stay true to yourself. Follow what your intuition tells you to do. And honor yourself. Don't be afraid to take a leap of faith and to try something new. 
that you know you've been always wanting to do. Don't let others influence you because it's your life. You only get one. And at this point, you know, like me, I'm 35 years old almost. And if I don't take control of my life, it's going to continue to pass me by. And you don't want to be that person who every time you look back or every time there's, you know, a new year coming around, you look back at your life and you're like, what the hell did I do with my life? Why do I keep going through the same cycles? When am I going to make some changes? Start now. Start making those changes now. Write out those goals. Figure out what you need to do to accomplish it and be consistent. Stick with it. Find an accountability partner. I think that's one of the best things that you can do is get an accountability partner. If you need to get a coach, um, if you need to chat with your best friend, somebody, there is someone that can hold you accountable to what it is you want to do and you want to create. And please don't be in that space of, you know, thinking that I got to push, push, push. I got to make it happen right now. I want you to... Tune in to your intuition. Take it one day at a time. Trust and know that God in the universe is always supporting you. And it's okay to just put one foot in front of the other. Once you claim what your desires are, what your intentions are, and what you want to manifest into your life, I promise you, it will come to you. You don't have to chase it down. Will you have to take action? Of course you will have to take some action. But it shouldn't be in a place of being aggressive. You know, I want you to be in flow. I want you to pay attention to the signs and know when you need to make a move and know when you need to be still. And of course, if you feel like you need some assistance on this or you want to chat and plan out your 90 day goals for, you know, the upcoming year or plan out your yearly goals, I'm always here for you. I am currently taking some one-on-one clients for my mini intensive program, which is called Enlighten. I will put the link in the show notes if you're interested. It's a two and a half hour mini intensive session. We will go through what your current goals are, your desires, um, how you want to plan out the next 90 days to a year. And I've also recently started using human design to help you figure out what your purpose is, what your strategy is, and how you should go about this. If you haven't listened to the most recent episode right before this, which was episode 37 on human design, I spoke with my friend Corinne about what human design is, how each of us has a profile and a strategy of how we can live our best lives. Go back and listen to that episode. She talks about what the different profiles are. You can also um, Google human design, Once you figure out what your profile is, it's super, super helpful, y'all. I am a manifesting generator. Now that I know this, I've known this for the past, um, just now, year and a half now. But now that I know this, I know what my strategy is. I know how I respond to things. I know if I need to be aggressive in certain situations or if I'm pushing, 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 why things aren't happening and why they're not coming my way. All of this is incorporated into your human design profile. We all have one. We all receive and give out energy in different ways. And so this is super helpful. So if you're interested in some one-on-one work and you want to plan out your goals, if you're feeling lost or feeling stuck, then don't be a stranger. Reach out to me. You can email me at theholisticsojourner at gmail.com. Shoot me a DM on Instagram 
or you can apply for a spot in my mini intensive program, which is Enlighten. And like I said, I will leave the link in the show notes for that. Also, if you are not a member of the Facebook group, please join. I would love to connect with you there and talk about some of these episodes, um, answer any questions that you may have, as well as give you some free content, worksheets, workbooks that I like to provide to those who are into the spiritual and the woo-woo shit. So come on and join us at Spiritual Shit Podcast Insiders on Facebook. I would love to see you there. Also, don't forget that I do a weekly giveaway. So if you're enjoying this podcast, please leave me a five-star review on iTunes. You can screenshot your review or screenshot this episode and tag me at Spiritual Shit Podcast and be entered into the weekly drawing. So without further ado, y'all, that is all I have for this episode. Happy, happy, happy Thanksgiving. I hope you're spending it with friends and family. Please don't spend it alone, even if you feel like you want to be alone. There's always someone there who you can reach out to. And I hope you have lots of turkey, get stuffed. I'm going to be on vacation for the next couple of days. Thank God, because Lord knows I need it. It's also my birthday, so... I'm going to hopefully enjoy this time off and just kind of take it easy and enjoy some time with some family. So I'll see you next week on the Spiritual Shit You Need to Know podcast. And don't be a stranger. Have a great rest of your week. Bye. Thanks for listening to Spiritual Shit You Need to Know, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please go to iTunes, subscribe, and leave me a five-star review. Don't forget to sign up for your free Millennial Life Crisis Guide at bit.ly forward slash free crisis guide. And don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram for more spiritual inspo at spiritual shit podcast.